Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Anakin <laughs> is the Jamie Tart of the Jedi Order. Oh my god, he is. Thank you. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what's up everyone we're back we took a couple weeks off no we took one just, just one week just one week off it feels like it's been a lifetime but we're back to the q a <laughs> for our first question nate taggart and aaron oenya both ask if dr afro could appear in star wars outlaws i saw that question pop up a lot not just like on our channel or our patreon or anything just a lot of people were wondering if afra could be in this game and I, it makes sense because I think that she and Kay would get along. Mm -hmm. uh, they seem very similar, but that's kind of why I'm thinking maybe they won't just because it would be it, it, at this point, we don't know that much about Kay, but it kind of feels like it would be the Spider-Man meme. Of mm. They they are very similar. Yeah. Well, I guess the time period is right. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's all you really need. But. I think that would be cool if she showed up. It would be, I think, fun and interesting to have the two of them doing, like, working together on something because I think they would butt heads a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I think Dr. Afro would find uh, the droid intriguing. The, yeah. The commando <laughs> droid. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, they, they both have uh, this seeming alliance with droids who used to be killers we triple zero and bt1 have not been like a huge part of afra's life for a while but i think uh the, the bx commando droid would be interesting i forget his his designation yeah, it's I like nd5 or something uh, oh yeah i do think it it was nd i think you're right it was definitely nd because i was like oh indiana jones <laughs> oh i don't like i don't know if that's on purpose but interesting indy uh I do think it could work. Like I'm I'm wondering if the developers would want the two characters to be uh, interacting closely together just because they're they both seem similar. Mm. Uh they both seem kind of like stab you in the back kind of people. The second you meet them, they're already robbing you. Uh but I think you bring up a great point that they are so similar that it would be funny to see them butt heads and try to get along but fail. Uh, and Afra's such a fun character that I do think she could potentially, I don't know, send you on missions or something to go find artifacts. She could be kind of the inroad there. Uh, but you're right, the timing works. The The current run of Dr. Afra comics are set in between The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. She is around. Uh, I would love to see Afra take the next step out of the publishing world and into a larger audience because I think she's a wonderful character that more people should get to know. Uh, I'm also one of the people that I'm like, maybe in live action someday. Yeah. I think it could work. That's what I was going to say. Like, she's such a fan favorite character that, you know, we're way past due for her to show up and anything else besides 
comics or books. As great as the comics are, like I, I never want it to sound like uh, that they're lesser than. It's just that they don't have as big of an audience. And I feel like introducing her in a video game or in a TV show would get people interested in those comics the same yeah. way Kersantan did in the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And like, I've heard some people complain about, oh, you know, we're going back to this time period again, you know, original trilogy, blah, blah, blah. But you can get people like Dr. Afra. She's also kind of reminds me of Kira a little bit. So like, what if we got all three of them in this game? Kira could also work. I think one of our upcoming questions is about just generalized comic. Uh, what could we see at this point in time? I agree. I'm excited for this era. Like, Just seeing the Han and Carbonite made me think of Kira immediately. Mm-hmm. I, it immediately stuck me into where are we in the timeline it's probably just after war of the bounty hunters which means crimson dawn is around like if you are keeping up with the comics they're probably not around by the time of return of the jedi but right after war of the bounty hunters they're a big deal and if we want to do an underworld kind of uh star wars story the hut cartel the pikes crimson dawn the Crimora Syndicate, I would love to actually learn something about. I'd love to see Black Sun in a more significant role than we saw them in the Clone Wars. So this time period to me makes a lot of sense for this kind of story. Mm-hmm. Diabologist wants to know if Outlaws could have any connection to the Star Wars comics set between The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Speaking I, of... Yeah. I basically just stopped myself from talking so that we could get to this question and keep talking about what we were talking about. Yes, I think that that is very likely. Uh, I would love to see what's going on with potentially the Crimson Reign. And I don't know that uh, Kay is going to specifically play a part in that. But according to the comics, Kira just sets the underworld into chaos. It is interesting that the trailer and some of the stuff we've seen so far... They've talked about how the criminal syndicates are thriving. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I guess they are, but they're also kind of fighting one another, which does make sense that there's this reputation meter in the video game where if you do something against the pikes and they catch you doing it, your reputation for them goes down. But that might mean that your reputation for Black Sun goes up. I don't know. We could get the original Bosch. Yeah. 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 That'd be interesting. And, and uh, Bausch, I, Bausch, Bosch, I don't know. Uh, I've heard Boosh as well. <laughs> uh, they have like a whole group of exiled Ubi's warriors working with him at that point. So I, I think that would be really cool to run into him. He is working with, I think, Crimson Dawn at that point. No, <laughs> is Phoebe there? Uh- Although, is Phoebe there? Yes. So uh, he's working with uh, the Tag Corporation, which I think could count as a criminal syndicate as well of sorts. They're mm-hmm. a little more legit, but I mean, there's so many potential people that could show up. My mind immediately goes to uh, the Max Rebo band. Anyone at Jabba's Palace, literally, <laughs> sure. that is alive could be around. What if he's. Again, he has that same voice from like Robot Chicken and Lego Star the Wars. The Lego Star Wars. And he's he's actually a very <laughs> nefarious like secret criminal criminal world warlord of his own. Yeah. It's it's possible. <laughs> but yeah, I I do think and hope that the comics, The War of the Bounty Hunters, Crimson Reign, 
and maybe the Hidden Empire. I kind of don't think we're going to get that far, but I would love it if that stuff were referenced, if you directly take part in it. I think that would be really fun. It's a very tumultuous time Mm -hmm. for them to put this game in. And if you're going to be playing with all these criminal syndicates, I'm like, this is kind of the perfect time for it. Yeah, if she's playing a scoundrel, she fits right in to like any of these stories that take place in this time period. What of the main criminal syndicates, which one do you think, since we're going to get to kind of choose who we ally ourselves with, who jumps out at you? Who do you want to be? I mean, I already said it. Uh... Crimson Dawn, Kira. Yeah. I'd follow her to the end. I th- see, I think I would go Black Sun Prince Shizor, who has been named in the those Crimson Rain Hidden Empire comics. Mm-hmm. And that was the first Star Wars video game to take place in that era. And now we have Star Wars Outlaws. And I'm like, come on, bring Black Sun in it. I, I want to see Shizor again. I-, I think that would be so cool if his first major appearance was once again in a video game. And mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'd follow him to hell and back. <laughs> yeah. And Amelia Clark, you know, she, I, I just keep thinking about her and the fact that, was it Secret Invasion just came out? Or oh, was yeah, a, yeah. was about to come out. Um, she's around. She needs work. She could do those voices. <laughs> I don't know that she needs work. She seems to be doing pretty well, well for herself. You but, know what I mean. But yeah, like, she needs to be back in Star Wars. Yes. And yeah, to have her come back and voice the character would be like man i remember when war of the bounty hunters that first issue came out and the the very first issue was the revelation that kira was back that was so exciting but to again to have that shown for a larger audience in a video game would be so cool framed citizen asks who the villains of the dawn of the jedi movie will be since the sith don't exist yet that is something that i hadn't considered yet how do we know the sith don't exist yet because they are an offshoot of the jedi so they uh i think the timelines book started to kind of set when this happened but sometime after the jedi are created the sith kind of sect off uh Mm -hmm. break apart from the main jedi because they're like we want to do dark side stuff and the jedi are like that's not a good idea and so then they fight in something called the hundred year darkness and that's how the sith are born would that would it be possible that that is basically the storyline of this movie? I guess it depends on how the movie is structured. Like, I'm kind of assuming it'll just be, let's follow one character as the Jedi are created, and it's over the course of a shorter period of time, but it could be that, I don't know, one of Yoda's species <laughs> is one of the first Jedi, and we see, like, generations of how the Jedi come to be. We could get a situation where it's very much like Lord of the Rings, where it starts out showing us little tidbits of like how this mm-hmm. all came to be. Like the whole movie is not about the creation of the Jedi. It's, but... it's the prologue for Lord of the Rings, but it is two hours long. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, no, I think you're right. That it, we're at the dawn of the Jedi. They said that it was going to be, I think they said it was kind of the discovery of the Force and then the birth of the Jedi, but that could all happen right at the start. Mm-hmm. And then they could be like, and then we'll jump ahead a few thousand years. Yeah, because you need conflict. You need something to mo- to push the story forward. But if it's not the Sith, if we're not doing that, who do you think it could be? And I, I the was Jedi thinking... The Jedi themselves. Yeah. I'm just going to argue with each other about how they want to start this whole thing. Right. That's what I was <laughs> going to suggest, is that when you're forming a religion like this, 
you're gonna you're gonna fight yeah. And it, I think it'll be a, an exaggerated fight and the, they're probably going to break out lightsabers. So yeah. it could be that even though the Sith aren't around, there still could be some force users who think, no, we should use the dark side. Mm-hmm. And I still think that that is a plenty uh, interesting thing to explore. Yeah, because, you know, they have to figure out amongst themselves, how to, how are we going to harness the power of the force and use it? And that could go in, in literally any direction for some people. So I mean, that could be interesting. If we're looking at the birth of the Jedi and kind of the end of the movie is, the, okay, we figured it out and we're going to call ourselves Jedi Knights. It could be at the start that they're like, well, we just discovered this thing called the Force and it's got a light side and a dark side. I guess we'll, we're just going to use all of it and quickly see how that does not lead to balance. Mm-hmm. Like using the dark side is a corrupting force uh so seeing them all make that discovery and then there could be one person or a group that all think well i don't want to give up the dark side part Mm -hmm. and they fight so it'll still be kind of like sith but i think it'll be more just like dark side users that don't quite have a code yet it'd be interesting if they went to to get some guidance, they went to some place like Kashyyyk, but to a planet that is like strong in the Force. But the the Wookies don't necessarily call it the Force. They don't use it like the Jedi would use the Force. But it's all kind of the same thing. I think that that's a a really interesting jumping off point to have one person maybe on their planet go, "Huh, I just tapped into this thing called the Force, and here's how I see it." Maybe I'll go to another planet and see if anyone else has discovered something similar. And yeah, go to Kashyyyk and they're like, wow, they're really in tune with nature. They talk to the trees, go to another planet, and they could just kind of realize how many different versions of the Force there are. That would be cool. Spider-Man of Earth 1218 wants to know who our Indiana Jones glup shittos are. I thought this was such a fun question. And we are approaching Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny and we're going to, I should prep people that like for a week there, we're going to be Indiana Jones explained. I'm just going to do Indiana Jones videos. I've had some stuff planned since last year when the movie was originally supposed to come out. <laughs> uh, so I, f- I figured we could just dive in with an indie question. And this mm-hmm. is such a fun one because it's one I never really considered. I love the background characters of Star Wars, but Indiana Jones has them too. So uh I know you don't know the movies as well as I do, so I was going to rattle some off, but if you had any in your mind. Yeah. Well, okay, okay so just to preface preface this, he asked me this question yesterday so that I could think about it, and my first answer was the ghost, and I just kept saying the ghost, the ghost, and then I was like, wait, no, he's not a I was, ghost. I was like, who are you talking about? The, the super old knight that they find guarding the chalice. Uh-huh. <laughs> I liked him. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He was cool. And I'm, I've am i always wondered what he's been doing all this time. Just chilling, I guess. Going crazy. I, I wonder if he even knows how long it's been. Like, how long did he try to mark down the days? That just... It's, it's too painful to even think about someone being alone for that long in a place like that. But I always thought he was cool. Yeah, I, I really love him. Uh, the first character that jumped into my head was katanga from raiders of the lost ark he's like the 
he's not a pirate captain, but they do refer to them as pirates sometimes. He's the ship captain, right? Yeah. The, okay. And he like he tries to save Marion when the Nazis board them. Uh, there's also another member of his crew that I really like. Every time the Nazis take Marion and the Ark, and then they're looking for Indy, and they're like, I can't find him anywhere. And he's, Katango's like, keep looking. And the guy goes, sir, I found him. Where? And he's like, there. And then Indy's like climbing on the submarine, and everyone cheers. And I was like, I always liked that guy. There. Yeah. One line. Yeah, that guy crushes it. Like, <laughs> well done. Uh, and Katanga's like a, a well-known actor. He's been in Harry Potter and a lot of other stuff mm-hmm. since then. Um, Temple of Doom, I really like Lao Shea. My appreciation for him, I found, has grown over the years, but he's the gangster at the start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Club Obi-Wan. Yeah. And, and I think part of the reason I've enjoyed him more and more is that that just feels like a heavily referenced scene in Star Wars. Uh, the whole beginning they did that musical number with Sice Noodles in the Clone Wars. More recently in the Bad Batch, I remember getting so excited because, you know, a lot of times you you translate Arabesh and it just says what you expect it to say. Like it's red letters on something dangerous and you translate it, it says caution. It's like, okay. But there was a, a scene in the Bad Batch in the episode Pabu. It takes place in a nightclub at the start and then they run out. And I translated the club name, and it was called Club Lauche. And I was like, that's perfect. Because it's it's yeah. so many Temple of Doom, Star Wars references. Like, it's bouncing back and forth. It's, it's so good. It's a reference within a reference within a reference, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Temple of Doom had Lauche. That whole scene took place in Club Obi-Wan. So that was the first reference. And then they're like, now Star Wars is going to reference Temple of Doom and call their club Club Lauche. Super fun. That's like the perfect example of an Easter egg. Yeah. Um, I I really like, I'm trying to pick someone from just about every film. What's the, the, the guy who fights on the airplane? Uh, I was going to bring Pat Roach up at the end, but yeah. that's, yeah. Every like character that Pat Roach gets to play is wonderful. He's the German mechanic that fist fights Indy. Uh, he's the dude in Temple of Doom that gets crushed by a roller, but like, he's basically just every big, big villain that Indy has to fight. Just some big hunk. This one's easy. Uh-huh. They're both hunks. Check, please. Yeah, <laughs> he really is. <laughs> and, and I appreciate that he was in Last Crusade. Very briefly, they cut his fight with Indy, but you can see him. He's on the, the Zeppelin scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then he is also someone that got referenced in Star Wars Rebels. Zeb has a fight with a big Trandoshan. And I remember the musical cues. I was like, this sounds and feels a lot like oh, yeah. the the indie mechanic. And his air name fight. was like something. It's Proach. Proach, yeah. Yeah. So Pat Roach, P. Roach, like perfect. Yeah. Um, I was going to bring up in Last Crusade the. I don't know if he's. He's not a minor character. He appears quite a bit, but he is one of the members of like the Order of the Cross that protects the Grail, and he pops in and out of the story. And the last one I had to bring up was just William Hootkins, because you gotta you gotta love uh, the top men delivery, but also it's Porkins. Top men. Yeah. Yeah, that line lives in my head rent free after owning that <laughs> pinball machine. Yeah. 
I used to have an Indiana Jones pinball machine and, you know, it would just play a lot of the same lines over and over. And every time a game ended, it would end with top men. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. I've struggled with stress and anxiety for years. I started going to therapy back in 2012 and have been going off and on ever since. Talking to a therapist has been a huge help for my mental health as well as my professional and personal life, but there's no denying therapy can be expensive and time-consuming. That's where BetterHelp is different. Their services are more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can visit a therapist from the comfort and privacy of your home. When you sign up, you just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a licensed therapist chosen to to meet those needs in as little as 48 hours. BetterHelp offers a broad range of expertise with over 20,000 therapists that can give you access to help that may not be available in your area. Schedule secure video and phone sessions and exchange unlimited messages. If you're not happy with your therapist, you can request a new one at no additional charge. Join 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com SWE and get on your way to being your best self. That's betterhelp.com Joseph Mazakas asks, who in Star Wars would most benefit from the Lasso way? And also Ted Lasso recently wrapped up, so we're, we're doing a lot of extracurricular questions this <laughs> week, but uh, we love Ted Lasso. So if, if we were to drop Ted into the Star Wars universe, who do you think he could most impact in a positive way? Anakin. Uh, yeah, obviously. Duh. <laughs> Anakin is the Jamie Tart of the Jedi Order. Oh my god, he is. Thank you. <laughs> he's got great hair. He thinks he's all that. Yeah. Okay, well then who's... Uh, what's his name? Roy Roy Kent. Roy Kent. Mm. Just the grump. Mace Windu? Yeah, I guess. He's not like... They're always... Are they always butting heads? I mean, I guess they kind of are. That's but. true. I mean, they are antagonists. Like, Mace and Roy are not a... That's not a perfect analogy, but, like, Jedi don't get all that angry. So if Mace were allowed to let his anger out, I think he but would act like Roy can. He is like Roy, in which he is on the council now, so he's kind of... He's not quite retired, but he is a little older... Not as spry, you know. I was probably gonna, has knee problems. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say after we obviously talked about Anakin that we just need Ted on the Jedi Council because I, I think he would do a great job at helping unify the coaching team of the Jedi Order, mm -hmm. and he does a great job in Ted Lasso the show of being like, "Hey, it's not just about the players, uh, Rebecca. You're the owner. We need you. You're part of the team, and so is Higgins." And he brings everyone together, including the leadership. And I think the Jedi Order would benefit from that. I would want him to bring biscuits to Yaddle every morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think uh, also Ted Lasso and Qui-Gon would probably get along great. I think so. They'd be best bros. Qui-Gon might be the closest thing. Mm, it's Qui-Gon or Obi-Wan. I'm trying to decide who's the closer. I think he would get along with everybody, honestly. But oh, like sure, yeah. Obi Wan is a little more uptight. Well, I'm Obi Wan has the quips. He's kind of the the funny one of the group. I'm I'm saying like now let's remove Ted Lasso, who in the Jedi is closest to Ted. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, but I, I think philosophically it's Qui Gon. He just needs to be a little funnier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
On to YouTube questions, Matthew Kelly wants to know if Snoke could appear in future seasons of The Mandalorian. Oh my gosh. Well, we did. Are we doing this? To be fair, we got the Praetorian <laughs> guards. So there, there is a connection there, and Matthew brings it up in the questions. So I was like, you know what? There, there's. It's not quite a crazy leap. No, it's not crazy. I just... I'm done with Snoke. I kind of feel the same way. If he shows up, I won't be done with him. But for now... <laughs> I'm done with him. I, I'm on the fence about this because I was never a fan of Snoke. I cheered when he got cut in half. Uh, but at this point, I, I am like, we do need to learn more. I would like more answers than the rise of Skywalker and the rise of Kylo Ren gave us. Shadow of the Sith kind of is getting in there. It seems like they're also teasing whatever Project Resurrection is. Yeah. So. I just. Or Project Necromancer. I can't remember which is which now. <laughs> one was from Battlefront and one was from uh, The Mandalorian. Yeah. I just, like, the idea that he is just basically a meat puppet for Palpatine makes me not really care about knowing any more about him. But, but that's the thing. We don't know for sure that he was a meat puppet. Right. And, you know, he was charming enough to get Ben Solo on his side, I guess, so. Yeah, somehow. Like somehow, th there are he returned. If they go that route, <laughs> I will welcome the answers. But at this point, I'm like, I kind of wouldn't mind a an even longer break from Snoke. He was just a character that never super interested me. I mean, on the other hand, like you said, there are a lot of people out there that have so many questions about Snoke, and there's so many unanswered things about him. So if he did show up, and we got a lot of those questions answered. That would be nice, I guess. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm like, I'm not going to be mad if they do it. Uh, he's, it certainly could happen. I, I don't think it's crazy to think that Snoke might eventually play into this. For now, I think they're going to build up to Thrawn. And then we'll see. Like, I, I don't think we need to see Thrawn and this other potential leader of the First Order. Like, I think Thrawn's going to be more about the empire and not the first order and then maybe when that's done they'll be like okay the empire is for real over with first order it is mm -hmm. jedi spartan 38 asks if we could see clone wars flashbacks in the ahsoka series i think so we could i don't know if they're gonna want to de-age rosario dawson as ahsoka to make her look more like younger ahsoka from the clone wars Does <laughs> if that they make did sense? that i think they would recast you think so i think they'd have a younger actor like <laughs> you'd have to really not just de-age rosario but like shrink her <laughs> yeah so like, like opening in photoshop and like transform yeah that shrink. that could be dicey if they did try to do that Although I keep seeing rumors about uh, Tamira Morrison being in it as Rex, you know, they could more easily DH him or use... Or just keep the helmet on. <laughs> keep the helmet on or use old footage of his, like, younger face. Uh, I could see some scenes with him in it. I just don't know that they're going to have another version of Ahsoka in the movie. Because this version <laughs> is already so divisive and talked about i think if they're gonna go that route that they they might just have a scene between anakin and ahsoka that 
there are rumors of Hayden Christensen being in there. Mm-hmm. So, which whether, I think would be awesome. Yeah, I I think it makes more sense to just have him be a Force ghost and they're talking. But I mean, I wouldn't mind uh, some Clone Wars flashbacks. I think it would help with people who haven't seen the Clone Wars. And I'm there are people out there right now that don't know. Anakin was her master and that she was his Padawan because mm-hmm. that has yet to be said, I think, in the show. Yeah, yeah it was like very, uh, very much hinted at when she's talking to Luke and she's like, you remind me of your father or something like that. And that was like a very roundabout way to hint at it. But well, it's like that to me that says we knew each other. But I think people still might be surprised to be like, wait, Anakin had a Padawan. She was his Padawan. So I think that that would help sell that. Yeah, I just feel like that we can only use that excuse for so long. People not realizing that Anakin had a Padawan. I mean, at this point, Ahsoka is like one of the most popular characters in Star Wars and she's getting her own show. And I think most of the people watching the show know who she is. But I think we're more likely going to get just a verbal story about what happened in the clone wars maybe than a than a full on flashback but i yeah. i could be wrong i mean they they might not go into it at all i i don't know but with rumors that hayden is in it i think that they're probably going to touch upon it whether or not it's in a flashback or in present day i, I don't know i mean we'll get flashbacks of some kind probably to like more rebels stuff maybe it's because of sabine yeah i'm really interested to see how they cover a lot of ground for people who haven't seen the animated shows yeah because it's going to be most of the audience and the two new characters with red slash orange lightsabers like we could see flashbacks of them to get an idea of what they're on about (laughs) (laughs) what are you on about Elsa Rules wants to know if Ezra's possible struggles to use the Force could be related to a Force disruption of some kind in the Unknown Regions. So we're kind of assuming here that there was some footage at Celebration 2022 that showed someone, just a hand, trying to use the Force and kind of struggling, failing to do so. The assumption is that that would be Ezra, but we don't know for sure. Could be uh Balin or Shin it's Jason uh, yeah it could be <laughs> I, I mean we don't know Jason is perfectly reasonable as well I think he would still be pretty young and I think it was a like a grown person's hand but mm-hmm. I I think it's possible like a, a force disruption of some kind in the unknown regions I mean like just something that would maybe block him or inhibit his use of the force i mean we saw how much trouble it was for obi-wan to use it after not using it for a while right so it's like if you don't use it you lose it kind of thing (laughs) that's kind of what i was thinking is more likely is that we don't know where ezra's been if he's had to use the force if he's cut himself off and now he has to get back into the swing of being a jedi after like being gone for 10 years especially if wherever they were it was longer than 10 years it could have been (laughs) true yeah who knows but i i I also think that there's potential that they could find some way to replace the salamiri from the heir to the empire books it it's been said quite often that george lucas did not like the idea of a living creature that was not connected to the force and could kind of cut itself off from it. But 
to have a relic or something in the unknown regions that Ezra came across. Something like that, I think, is possible mm-hmm. as, a, as a replacement for the Salamiri. Could be something that they found along the way that they were trying to use to get back, and it, like, disrupted the Force somehow. And maybe Ezra's been using the Force too much, and he's running on empty. That's he true. Needs, he just needs a nap. He yeah. needs to recharge. Just like Grogu. It's, it's been a busy, yeah. It's been a bit busy 10 years for he's him. He's going to finally use the Force and get that cup, and he's going to fall back on his butt and fall asleep. Just- Just like Grogu. Bryce Wooten asks if characters from the Thrawn novels could appear in Ahsoka. So a lot of people talk about the Grisk. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Let's let's just throw out some potentials here. Uh, Grisk, Eli Vanto, Admiral Arlani. I think those would be the big... Arlani would be dope. Yeah. It's like, I I don't know how much they're going to connect with Thrawn's book story. It's definitely possible. I mean, that's I've said it a lot, but Cobb Vanth means anything is fair game. And I think that's how they're viewing it. They're probably like, this is the story we want to tell. Now let's look at what exists in Thrawn's like, little world. Mm-hmm. What can we use? What can we pull in? What makes sense? Yeah. I mean, I think everything we've said so far are good potentials. Let, Those books about... are really rusty for me. <laughs> well, let's talk about the Grisk for a second. <laughs> I, I don't think we're going to see them, but I do think that that was such a big part eventually of Thrawn's story in the Legends books that, you know, there were dangers in the unknown regions. And I, I think Timothy Zahn recently in an interview even said that his plan back then was for it to be the Grisk. And then collectively, as they were writing the New Jedi Order, it kind of morphed into the Yuuzhan Vong. But now he's able to, like, go back and bring those ideas in. So the idea that Thrawn is like bringing the Empire up so that he can better defend the galaxy and the Chiss Ascendancy from the Grisk, I think that could be referenced. I think we could get a hint at his motivations as we have seen them in the books. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to see the Grisk actually like on screen. It would be interesting if they became a more of a threat if there's a second season or a third season of Ahsoka and they were to show up eventually in, in those. It, it could be something that they build to the same way the Yuuzhan Vong eventually were like, and now there's no empire so we can invade the galaxy. Like, there could be something like that. I don't know if they'll go that route. We might find out in the New Jedi Order movie, which shares the same name as the the book titles. Mm-hmm. Um as for Aralani and Eli Vanto, I'm skeptical of Aralani. I'd love to see her and more Chiss. And I, I feel like they kind of come as a pair because Eli is with her in the Chiss ascendancy right now, mm-hmm. as far yeah, as we know. I think that's less likely just because this story is more about Ahsoka and Sabine and Ezra. And to throw in another uh, character from the books like that might just be too far too too confusing for a lot of people i I think that's a good point i don't know how she would really fit into this story in this first season i think that's a great point that yeah we're already gonna have to explain who Hera and sabine and thrawn and ezra are at this point and dive into ahsoka's story that's already a lot to also pile on here's admiral arlani and eli vanto and the grisk 
if it keeps going, which I assume like we're going to keep building up, I think Thrawn is going to be the big bad of this whole whatever the movie is building up towards. Mm -hmm. That seems likely. Did the Empire know about Arlani? Mm, I don't think so. I'm trying to remember the Thrawn treason book. That's yeah where he kind of got to interact with the Chiss again a little bit. Because, I mean, in, in this show, I think Thrawn is going to be very heavily, like, Empire-aligned, and it's going to be more that side of things. I think so, too. I, I do think that the structure of these stories and the movie are probably going to match the original trilogy on a on a broad strokes level. Characters are going to be a little different, but I, I think Thrawn is going to be the big bad that comes back to try to build up the Empire, and they have to fight against him. That's all the time we have for questions today. If you want to leave a question for next week's video, just put it in the comments below or sign up for Patreon to join our weekly Q&A discussion. If you haven't already, please like this video, subscribe to the channel, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And as always, thanks for watching, and may the Force be with you. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.